Hey podcast family, Pastor Richard Kennedy here. Wanted to come to you and give you a quick devo and really a reading from Romans chapter 8 as we conclude the year of 2023. Um, Robert and I missed you earlier this week because I was out, I was sick as so many has have been out and sick, but f- feeling better now. But just wanted to read to us Romans 8, get some encouragement from it. We're going to take a pause from our Philippians study until the new year. We'll jump back in in the new year on that. Looking forward to that. Um, but Romans 8 is definitely one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. So much rich theology, so much encouragement, so much hope. The first part talks about living life in the Spirit. Second part talks about the fact that we're heirs with Christ. Uh, The third part talks about our future glory that we will inherit, that we have hope, hope which is a, a confident expectation of of what we will receive in Christ after this physical life is over, when he recreates heaven and earth and we dwell in unity with him. And then the last part is an encouragement of God's everlasting love, and it says nothing will be be able to separate us from God's love. And what I want to do today is just read this to you, read this whole chapter, and and pray that that this chapter, Romans 8, will, will touch you and encourage you today Encourage your heart, wherever you are and whatever you have going on in your life, whatever struggles struggles you have today and this week, whatever doubts and fears you have going on, I pray that Romans chapter 8 would minister to you now. So Romans chapter 8 verse 1, it reads, There is therefore now... No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. For those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but you're in the Spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, If anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. 
If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Verse 12, So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And that word Abba would have meant a... um intimate relationship with your father or your dad. So, but we have, we have received uh, the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the whole creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this, for in this hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what, for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, 
but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famineness or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a magnificent passage of Scripture there. Romans chapter 8. That, that chapter is just so full of theology, so much, so full of encouragement. We learn um, that we are to walk according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. So we, I want to encourage us today to, to continue trusting God, continue trusting the Spirit of God to lead us and to, to live by the will of God, by the will of the Spirit of God and not by our own fleshly cravings. I want to encourage us as it says in um, verse 15 and 16, to, to cry out to God, Abba, Father. I want to encourage us, as it, as it says in um, that next section, where it talks about the fact that all of creation and even ourselves are groaning, just waiting for, for, for God to come, to send Jesus to make it all right. I want to encourage us to continue crying out to God and... Um, continue hoping in Him and, and looking forward to the new creation. And, and again, that word hope is, is a confident expectation of, of God fulfilling His promises, that He's not going to just leave us here to suffer forever. There is hope. We, we live with hope. So no matter what we're going through this week or this year or next year or in the next 10 years, whatever we face, we face it with hope. And then finally, nothing can separate us from God's love. No hardship, nothing can separate us from the, your relationship with your Father, God. He loves you. He sees you. He is with you. He is holding your hand and walking you through this season of your life. You are precious to Him. He loves you so much. And um, just continue talking to Him. Continue praying. Continue pressing into your relationship with God. 
And it says also in this chapter that the Spirit of God is interceding for you. Jesus is praying for you. Words that you don't know how to pray for. Ways that you don't know how to pray for yourself. Jesus is praying for you and providing for you and protecting you. And um, He is praying to the Father for you. So much good stuff in this chapter, guys. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we pray that uh, that next week, this weekend and next week would be a, a great week for you, that you would be able to focus on the Lord Jesus and that your relationship with God would would deepen and grow in this season. We pray that you would be able to take some time to reflect on maybe your year, things that, that went well, things that you can learn from, and particularly um, your relationship with God. We want to encourage one another to reflect on that. And again, Romans 8, 1, it says here, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So remember, as you reflect on your relationship with God, with the Lord, He is not. He is, there is no condemnation if you're in Christ. But we want to reflect. It's just, we want to learn. We want to learn from our life experience. We want to take everything to Him. And we want to always be learning. Uh, a discipline I'm, I'm, I've really taken up over the last couple of years is journaling, and I just want to encourage you to 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 take up journaling. And if you, if you just start small, but but just journal. And a great way to journal and journal with God is to journal your prayers and to journal your questions to God and journal what you're learning about in the Word. And um, I just I just pray that you'll be able to to do that and to reflect and to take time and meditate on God's Word and that um, we would continue growing together in our uh, love of God, love of one another, and love of the Word, and then that we would walk in the Spirit. So I hope this message from Romans 8 encourages you. It encourages me. I need it. I need the Word every day. And... um, I hope this podcast this year has encouraged you in your faith journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to continuing our Philippians study in 2024. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your Crossroads Community Church staff, family.